0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Complete Sinner's Guide. This is a podcast where we, followers of Jesus Christ, discuss evil, sin, and temptation in the world today and prepare you to overcome with the Holy Spirit of God. All Christians struggle with some sin, and we're no different, but simply we want to help equip brothers and sisters with resources, practical advice, and personal testimony that has helped us in our fight overcoming sin joining me as always noah j chalaya brother how's the holiday season been for you bro oh
1: my gosh it's been amazing i've had christmas i've had new year's i've had non-stop food i've had celebration it's been fantastic man how's yours
0: oh dude that's awesome it's awesome so we had our first giveaway this christmas we gave ty Brillhart a uh, hundred dollars and what's really interesting dude is ty is about to have twins can you believe that? Congratulations, his first, Ty! Fir, his first baby, and they find out he's having twins, and so that's he's.
1: You know what, Tyler? What's up? If part of the goal of this show is to teach people about love, he's about to get a whole different soul injection on what it means to love another yes. human being. Yes. He doesn't even understand. I,
0: yes, like I say it all the time. Whenever we had Kelsey, right, and she's our first, you know, child, our daughter, my wife. She actually uh, had a few miscarriages in in the past. And so this has really been a blessing for us as well. And I, I say it all the time. I did not, and, I, and, and I'm still learning, right? But I did not understand love until I saw my daughter. And it's just, whenever you have a child, it just puts things in a completely different perspective. And you really understand what unconditional love is. And he gets to experience double that. So that's, just, that's amazing in and of itself. But without any further ado, I know, I know why the majority of you guys are listening tonight. We have Christian rapper Mister Bryson Gray. Bryson, what is going on, my man? How you doing?
1: What is up, man? What is up? Glad to be on, man. How are you?
0: Oh man, it's so, uh, it's sobering in a sense, dude. Because like I just look at you. I've been following you now for a while, and it's just like to see you kind of grow and to just explode it within the past year, even. It, it how how has that how's that been for you? I mean, it's it's got to be just you know kind of it's it's humbling for sure, right? But how how has that personally impacted you?
1: Um, it, I mean, it, it has been humbling, and uh, this has been my most like successful year yet. But it also yeah. comes with a lot of hate. Uh so I mean, but that, that that comes with the game. I signed up for it, being a Christian to begin with. So, right. um, yep, here we are.
0: Right, right. So I guess let's just get into it, man. If you don't mind, how was growing up for you? So did you grow up in like a Christian household, or was it more uh, like secular?
1: Uh, I grew up in a technically a Christian household, but I mean it was lukewarm Christianity. You know, um, sure. People think you can do people think that you can do whatever you want to do and still enter the kingdom of heaven. And um, so I grew up real Christian, and, and I've always been controversial, even before I was supporting Trump or before I've been super open about my Christian beliefs. Um, I've always been controversial for having this naturally Christian uh, beliefs because of how I grew up, uh, but I didn't really get into the Bible heavy until I went celibate, which was like when I was I want to say twenty twenty one. Uh, I didn't keep track, but it was like twenty twenty one when I went celibate uh, because I because re- I read First Corinthians six nine through thirteen, and mm-hmm. that um and uh, that verse was like sort of scary, and I was like, uh... but at the end of the verse it says basically you can change, you can be washed. Uh, you could be sanctified and justified, and uh, mm-hmm. so that, that's when I really started getting deep, and then uh, and then it's it's been a pro, it's been progress ever since. It's, it's been a journey, and it, all of it is a journey.
0: Amen, amen. So you basically okay? So you grew up in the Christian house. That's that's kind of the same with me, right? Like it was kind of lukewarm, but not. You know, we went to church on Sundays, and, and we wasn't so much. You know, we only went. You know, Christmas, Easter, you know, whatever. But we did go every Sunday, but it was never really enforced at, at, you know, my house. I, we didn't, you know, we just went to church and then, you know, Monday through Saturday or whatever, we would do whatever we want. Like it was very, very worldly, you know what I mean? So, um, just out of curiosity, whenever you're growing up, what kind of music did you listen to? Was it rap or did you, do you have a broad kind of spectrum?
1: Uh, growing up before high school, it was straight gangster rap. I thought if you listened to anything else, you were a punk. Um, right, and then, uh, and then in high school I started getting introduced to pop music, then I started being obsessed with E D M music. So I I mean I listened to I literally listen to all types of music. Um, but uh and then I used to make I used to make like worldly rap music and uh I stopped listening to all worldly music period earlier this year. And um and now I just listen to I try to listen to, you know, Christian conservative artists, which even that's hard because a lot of these conservative artists they cursing in every song too. So <laughs>
0: Right, right. Uh, just out of curiosity, and I might be, it's been a minute since I heard of this guy, but Montana 300, have you ever heard that name?
1: Yeah, I've heard of him from Chicago.
0: Oh, is he from Chicago? Okay, see, my yeah. buddy listened to him, and he told me this is Christian, you know, rap, and I'm just like, really? That's that's Montana an interesting Yes, yes. That's what he <laughs> labeled as Christian rap, brother. And I'm just like, Really? Angels and Uzis and, and drugs and the bando and just everything. I'm like, really? What's the difference between this guy and like Mikos? You know what I mean? So I, di- I didn't I didn't hear it. There, there you're right, there isn't. And so that's that was just really interesting to me though. But anyway, Montana three hundred. Yeah. Interesting dude, uh for sure. But uh so let me ask you this. Is there like a point in your life? You know, within maybe, you know, even t- between 20 and 21, do you remember like experiencing like a, like this born again experience? You know what I mean? The, the, does that make sense where you look back and you see, I was living in sin and things have changed? Like, I don't like that anymore. I want to actually start doing things for God.
1: Um, I, I honestly have those all the time. And uh, sure. literally, literally as recent as 20, early 2019, 2018, I was still making uh like worldly music and i talked about god a lot in the right. music but i was still like you know what i'm saying person talk about getting drunk and things of that nature also simultaneously uh so i have those all the time because it's really about me getting getting into the word and when i read something in the word and it says mm-hmm. you shouldn't do this and i'm and i'm doing it then i always look in the mirror and say okay it's time for me to change it so perfect example which is this year mm-hmm. um it was like probably like Earlier, way earlier this year, within the first uh, five months of this year, um, I, I, I was not cursing the music, uh, preaching about God all the time, but I was still listening to worldly music. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I and the reason I know my ten three hundred because I was and I was obsessed with like Chicago drill music. Not even in music, I was obsessed with the drill culture. It's, it's sort of like a scary movie, but it's real life. Like they're really killing each other like that out there, and, and then hopping on songs or rapping about it. And right. I used to uh, listen to that music all the time. Like I was listening to the worst type of music. And then um, one day, I just I, I just thought so I think uh, so one of my supporters told me. They said I deleted all of my playlists. On now, only listening to you and Tyson James. Hmm. Uh because he said he said that because all the other rapper they talk about disgusting things. And when he told me that, I thought it was so cool. But I was like, I I haven't even done that. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And um and once I did it, I felt like I became a new person again. Now, I've had I've had this feel as many times. Uh, it, it just continues because I stopped cursing myself earlier this year, then I stopped listening to, you know what I'm saying, worldly music this year. And now I'm really feeling like, you know what I'm saying, and, and and this year I've been like I've always been obsessed with the Bible, but this year I've been just super obsessed with really getting it to make sure I'm rightly dividing the word, make sure I'm yeah. doing my job, doing doing my job as a Christian because the Bible lays out a job description for Christians, and a lot of us uh, are scared to 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 do what we're supposed to do, and uh, so I'm, I'm trying to not I'm trying to not get fired. If that makes
0: sense. Right, right. No, I and see I admire that dude so much, really, because we see and we're going to get into this here in a little bit, but we see what I call American Christianity. And whenever I look at the world, right, and I see people who profess to be Christians, and we're not about to bash people or anything like that, but this is just the truth. I mean, I look out and I see people who profess the name of Jesus Christ that live no different than somebody who... Like me, for example, and I'm not trying to put myself up on a pedestal. I'm just telling you my experience, right? But with me, for example, like I remember because I don't, I don't think I was born again until later. Like I think I was born again at 25. I'm 30 now, right? And I remember I used to cuss like a sailor, right? And And just every other word, you know, I had no vocabulary other than that. And I remember that was one of the first things God took away from me. And I think that this is just my personal opinion, but I think it was because I'm maybe I'm meant or being shaped to, you know, talk to people, to do stuff like this, to evangelize, to to spread the gospel, which I love doing, man. And whenever I heard that video that you did, Bryson, and telling, you know, calling out LGBT right? Calling out all of the, you know, like Lecrae, for example, I, I watched that video, false teachers that you put out and they hear him, dude, I grew up or, or whenever I say I grew up, you know, but 25, like I was a baby Christian, right? I, I grew up listening to Lecrae and, and, and Andy Minio, and all of these other people who now are saying things like, and, and I got the quote, but basically he was asked by Sway, I think it was right. That, yeah. how do you feel about homosexuality? Right. And, it, it, why was not a straight answer given? Homosexuality is sinful, right? Paul. Period. And, and, and you, Yes, exactly. And you quoted 1 Corinthians 6, 9. I have it brought up. Paul says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? And he says, do not be deceived, right? The command is, don't be deceived. If Lecrae yep. says something, if Andy Menio says something, if Tyler Fowler or Bryson Grace says something that goes contrary to this, don't be deceived. He says the sexually immoral, and let me just stop right here for just a second and say, if you think we're bashing homosexuals, this goes for straight people too, right? There's things yes. called like fornication, right? I used to fornicate, and and I used to do the rock thing, like I used to be in the band, and I used to try to get as many girls as I possibly could, and now I hate that lifestyle, I absolutely cannot stand it. I'm married, and I'm blessed with a beautiful baby girl, and I think God has blessed me because he's given me that Holy Spirit to turn from that worldliness and to to hate it because the apostle says here in 1 Corinthians 6, the sexually immoral, idolaters, adulterers, passive homosexual partners, practicing homosexuals, thieves, the greedy, drunkards, the verbally abusive, and swindlers will not, let me repeat it, will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then he goes on to say, some of you once lived this way, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified, that word means to be declared righteous, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and by the Spirit of our God. God gave us the Holy Spirit, he washed us, sanctified us, purified us, and that includes our mind, that includes the way we think, and now, the things we once loved, we now hate. And and cussing used to be one of my things, right? Uh, again, adultery, or well, not adultery because I wasn't you know, married, but fornication, having sex before marriage, right? God gets to prescribe the way we do things, whether people like it or not. And God designed marriage for one to be between one man and one woman, and he designed sex to be between two married people, right? Naturally, a man and a woman. And if you disagree with that, you need to repent and have your mind washed and renewed and transformed by the spirit of God. How do you do that? Cry out to God and say, "Please you know if you if you want to be born again, that kind of shows that God is already working on you right and and, and even if you have those desires to cry out and say, "God, forgive me, I am a sinner, I need you." Jesus died on the cross for sinners guys and and gals and everyone listening right if you desire to be saved Jesus says cry out because you who are evil he says this in Matthew 11 if you who are evil know how to give what is good how much more your father in heaven will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask our father is good and if we know how to give good things being evil like we are how much more that the Holy Spirit would be given by the father or by the father right and I and I just think that's that's so important because here in America and Bryson, I know you see it all the time, and I see it too. We they they tell us. I mean the 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 billboards, right? The the number one song on the music billboards is what <laughs> WAP, <laughs> and yep. and so Bryson, let me just ask you: How do we combat these things? Right? I know on your YouTube, you're going in. How do we fight shadow banning? Right? How do we as Christians? fight these types of things do is it evangelism is it you know basically living what we say we believe how do we do that in in the 21st century in america today
1: well all of that and um that's another thing the bible lays out Uh, the problem is a lot of christians have become content with with standing idly by and letting things happen and saying things like oh we're going to you know let god handle it and you know I'll oh, just just right. just 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 let the holy ghost handle it but the bible literally says the opposite that's why god is god is working through you so while while you're Amen. asking god to do something god is asking you to do it like like that's why you're here but a lot of a lot of people are scared to get persecuted and you can't be scared to get persecuted as a christian because once again that's what you sign up for yes. so one, so one thing's uh, there's a lot of things in the job description that we do not do. The Bible not only is homosexuality an abomination. But what else is an abomination? Justifying wickedness. So just 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 merely justifying wrongdoing is also an abomination in God's eyes. And a lot of Christians have fell victim to that uh, also. And um, right. so one thing we need to do. One thing we need to do is stand up. And the second thing we need to do is after we stand up, we have to fight back. And I'm trying to fight back. And I know people like Tyson and James are also. Uh, trying to fight back, which is why we make the music we do. Really speaking biblically, not not tickling your ears. We're we're, we're speaking about yeah. the Bible, the Word of God. Not adding to it, not taking away from it. We're strictly giving you the Word of God through music in in, in a way that a, a certain group can understand it. So so we need that in all. Forms of entertainment and everything, and just like the shadow banning, the, I don't even care about the shadow ban. All thing I care about is changing the culture and trying to get positive energy and 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 biblical values out into the culture because because it, that could work. Right? Like my music is a very important aspect of culture. Right. and um so 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 if we can't do it at least support the people that can do it like a tyson james or anybody or like a you with, with your show so so we, we have to start supporting the people that can right. get the uh can get the message out if we, if we can't do it ourselves
0: right and facebook man facebook youtube they're not doing us any favors you know what i mean i mean i literally pay money for facebook to advertise my stuff to people right and it shouldn't be that way you know what i'm saying we should and, and so we all have to stick together, I think. And, and hey, let's talk about Bryson Gray, right? Like we're a theological we're a theological podcast, right? But hey, let's talk to Bryson Gray. Let's see what you know things are going out there. That's what I'm trying to say. We're trying to branch out, and and I'm not. So what I'm what we're not trying to do is say forget theology. No, we've got to focus on theological issues. Yes, but we also have to focus on practicality as well. We have to. Actually, Jesus said, "Let your light shine in front of men." And what that means is to take what you learn from the Bible, to take His teaching, and actually apply it to your life, right? And 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 to let your light shine. This is why Paul warns, you know, that these kind of people, these sexually immoral people, these adulterers, these greedy, drunkard, verbally abusive people, will not enter the kingdom of God. But he also says that some of you once lived this way, and I think it starts there, is acknowledging, hey. We do have power to fight this. We're not just setting ducks. We're not just hoping that the government will elect President Trump for another four years because, you know, I love Trump. Don't get me wrong. You know, he's the best president I've ever, you know, been been able to experience, right? Because I know the last few that we've had and they're horrible. And things are changing, but it's like, you know, they're they're fighting so hard against him that he can't do anything because of them, right? But we yeah. can fight back as well, and we can say, hey, look, there's good news. There's hope. We don't have to rely on these kind of people. We can rely, and we can put our trust in God. And once you come to that conclusion and actually go that leap and put your faith in Christ and trust him, things change completely. So when did you start music? When, when did that start becoming a big thing you were focusing on?
1: Literally all of my life. I literally don't remember... Okay. I don't remember myself before rapping. That may, I remember when I started producing music, that was like nine, but I don't remember when I started rapping because it's, I, I don't know, as long as I know, as long as I know myself, I've been rapping.
0: Okay. So when was the change then to Christian rap?
1: Um, well, if you listen to a lot of my, even secular music, I always toss in something about God mm. in there. Um, but it was still degenerate music. Uh, sure. So the, the the switch to really stop making all of that music, period, it literally started when my mother called me and um, she fussed me out because the radio station in North Carolina was threatening to stop playing my music because I kept being controversial on Facebook about my conservative beliefs. Hmm. And my mo- and my mother literally said, um, "You can't be a musician and a political pundit." So um right there i was like uh yes i can so i basically started mixing my political beliefs in in my music but even if you listen to my first album or anything i always mention god because he is the reason for my beliefs in the first place like like literally my whole ideology is based on biblical <laughs> principles um so so that started and then um i started telling myself if i could if i could make songs about po like about politics even though i'm mentioning god i feel like the pots is so right. Then I made a song called God. So then I made a song called God Soldier, and I made it like my Can't Cancel God album came out uh later in 2020. But I made God Soldier and God's Dance. I made both of those songs in like early 2020, like January, February, mm-hmm. like before I even before I even really really blew up on social media. Right. Um. So 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 then I started uh focusing more time on that. I, I said if I'm gonna give. Uh, my political ideology time that I'm gonna give my faith in my faith in Christ more time. So, uh, that right. no, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the story on that.
0: That's awesome, man. So what was the, what was the thing that made you blow up on social media? Was there like one event that happened or, cause I know the MAGA challenge was was that got some publicity, right?
1: Well, that was a second thing. Um, okay. I am like, yeah, I'm a few times. The first time I went viral is because Trump, I was at a Trump rally uh wearing the the big hat. And I literally didn't even want I didn't even want to go to the Trump rally because the reason I bought the big hat was to pretty much prove a point that I could do what I want in my hometown. It wasn't to go viral on social media. People used to threaten me for wearing a regular MAGA hat, so I bought the big one and started wearing that around. Mm -hmm. Uh and uh and a social media influencer actually followed me on Facebook because of that. And he ended up living in the same city as me. Uh, i live in the same city as me and was like, bro, you should definitely come to this um this Trump rally with the big hat. I like, I don't know. That don't sound fun. Everybody there is probably going to like the big hat. So it's, it's literally besides the point. It's, it's, it goes against the purpose of the big hat. Right. Um, but then he ended up convincing me. He literally <laughs> asked me every single day. His name is Osega. And he would tell you the story. He asked me every single day. It took him like literally a week to get me to agree to, do, to doing it. And then I... um Ended up going and the camera got in my face and asked me about my support for Trump and I said I mean it's politics I can support whoever I want to support right uh in the, in the interview and to me that was simple because I always say that but then Donald Trump posted that on his Facebook on his Instagram Trump team hmm. posted it on Twitter and I ended nice. up with like twenty thousand I don't know like twenty thousand Twitter followers from one thousand to twenty thousand in like two days and it was wow. just crazy.
0: Nice. Nice. So, okay. So whenever the mag, so you said the MAGA challenge was the second thing, right? And you also said there was a third thing that happened.
1: Yeah. The MAGA challenge was in uh, September. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, it was before September, but Trump retweeted it in September. So the MAGA challenge went sort of viral in the MAGA community on its own. Uh And then I gained like 10,000 more followers. Then Trump retweeted the MAGA challenge. Then I got like a crazy amount of followers um and then i went viral for like super viral for a few other videos then i um like then like every music video i would make would go viral before they started shadow banning really mm-hmm. and uh and then it just kept going like that I just like when i used to drop something it's usually like it it's usually like do numbers
0: right right so okay so for those who don't know real quick what was the maga challenge
1: it was a song i made called maga boy and mm-hmm. um and basically, long story short, I made I made a rap and then uh, a girl named Angela Stanton King, who me and her, are, we don't like each other at all. Mm-hmm. She wanted to hop on the song. So I sent her the verse with the instrumental. Mm-hmm. And she said she wanted to hop on a song. She was a tr- big transport at the time. I said, cool. And she didn't send a verse back. She posted a video online, like rapping to it. and And then I uh, DM'd her and basically said, like, I'm about to start a MAGA challenge because what you did, what if we can get a lot of Trump supporters to do that? Uh, so in- instead of, instead of making like just a song featuring you, let's make it like something for the movement, basically. So, um, I posted her version and said MAGA challenge, told everybody to post their own. Then I I got her to change her caption to MAGA challenge and, and, uh, and Then I posted on Twitter and Twitter where where my following was at is where it went viral at the MAGA challenge.
0: Nice, nice. So now you did something like that too with another song. Um oh, I forget which song it was, but basically you did the first verse and then said, you know, for anyone else who wants to, you know, you know, do it, then you know, send it to me. Um, man, what song was that? Um
1: I, this this was funny. Guess what song that was? I did ahead. it a second time and I tried uh-huh. it with Trump is your president. Right. But this is uh, how hilarious it is. That did not go as viral as the MAGA challenge. I, really? I tried it; a few people did it, but MAGA challenge like hundreds of people did videos. Uh-huh. The Trump, the, the, the second one I did with Trump is the president song, it um it only got like got like a couple dozen, like sixty seventy people did videos too. So it didn't do terrible, but it just didn't do as good. Right. Um, and Trump as the president ended up going viral like the middle of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Way later than I tried to do the challenge. So that's hilarious.
0: Right, right. So, it, the, so the song that you did it on too was uh, All Lives Matter, right?
1: Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I, I did a song. Oh, you mean that like, So I tried it again with the third one with the All Lives Matter song. Yeah. That was the third time. Yeah. So that was the third time I tried to do a challenge.
0: Okay. Okay. So on your, do you think you'll ever do anything like that again? Or did that kind of, you know, kind of go out the, the window?
1: i mean i'm not against doing it again it just has to like i don't like forcing things things usually work better with me when i just do it and the magic challenge something just sparked that sparked it it just sparked the idea in me when i see somebody else do a video to it and to me it was just super duper natural right um so i mean if something comes to me like that again then of course i you know i will do it but me i literally go with like what comes to me basically
0: yeah, yeah, no, I like it. Like, I, I actually wrote something to it and 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 tossed it, obviously. But yeah, I really like that because back in the day, whenever I was a little kid, I would always Eminem. I mean, he was a huge, huge inspiration of mine. Whenever you know I was growing up, and I would just try yeah. to take the take his beats or whatever and just ride over him. And you know, I think we all did that a little bit. But yeah, I really like yes, that I idea. I think that was awesome. Um, so just out of curiosity, now in uh, another one of your videos you expressed that you are a biblican right what yes. <laughs> what is a biblican exactly
1: um the reason i said that is because a verse i found in the bible earlier this year which which is interesting cuz i have read the bible a few times but it's like the mode you in changes what you see you I, it's kind of weird it's like you it's, it's you never can read the bible enough because you're always going to find something you missed right. and um, <clears throat> one of the things in the bible it says do not follow philosophy do not follow traditions of men uh at the rudiments of the world and uh and not after christ mm-hmm. so you know after i read that in all honesty that th- that led me to know there shouldn't be a thing of denominations really that, that, that shouldn't exist uh because really when you have different denominations all from the same book what are you following? Is it strictly the Bible or are you following somebody's ideology? Mm. So things so things like Calvinism, Mormons, e- e- even protests, everybody, everybody with a different denomination is all, is, when you look at where it stems from, it stems from a person, person's ideology, which has nothing to do with scripture because the Bible also says do not rely on private interpretation. The Bible basically says what it says, do not act or take away from it. So I didn't like the, the. I don't like how everybody, because people argue about, you know what I'm saying, their denomination and stuff like that. And I just said, and then you got progressive Christians, people that's not even following the Bible. So I say I'm a Biblical because I want to let you know, that's what I follow. Nothing else. I follow the Holy Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament, period.
0: Amen. I mean, and and really, I think I I even got caught up in that, you know, tradition. And whenever I broke away from that, it was just, It was freeing, almost. I mean, because I grew up, you know, a independent fundamentalist Baptist. It's just once once I realized that, hey, you know, there are some things that are wrong with this. You know, it it. I guess I became more open minded, (laughs) so to say. Um, but 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 you're right. Once we really, you know. Rely on God's Holy Spirit, right? Not saying that teachers are a bad thing. Obviously not. Teachers are, are a great thing. They're a gift from God to help us, to to lead us, to instruct us. But the, but But God has given us his Holy Spirit in order to do these things, in order to interpret the Bible, right? And not have to, not say rely on reason or anything like that but rely on the Holy Spirit and you're not relying on yourself alone. You know what I mean? So, and and I think a lot of people get that twisted. You know, they, they, they rely on tradition and what other people say about the Bible rather than actually doing it and and, and doing the research themselves. which I think that's, that's one of the, and I don't know if you've ran into it Bryson, but that's a big problem in, in just American culture is that we like to hear and, and, and listen to what other people say, but not, you know do the research for ourselves and i think we actually see that playing out with with election things right like have you have you noticed that people i mean what is it what do you think it is laziness or it, is it just i i just i don't know how to think for myself anymore
1: well it's, it's, it's partially laziness and they have been conditioning humans uh all over the globe to believe propaganda uh for for a very long time so when people feel like they have a trusted source, they feel like they can trust CNN or even trust Fox News. What's yeah. the point of them doing research if they feel like they have a trusted source? You see what I'm saying? So it's, right. they don't even feel like they have to do research because they feel like they're getting accurate accurate information from a person they trust.
0: Right, and then whenever they give you know false information, it's like, well, they can't be wrong because they put them on a pedestal so high that if CNN it, or Fox is. News is wrong, then oh, that, that that would just crumble my world, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly.
0: It's terrible, man, and and I'm not trying to again. I'm not trying to say don't listen to what even we have to say or what they have to say. Listen, listen very carefully for one, and then go back and do the research. You know, like I mean, I really don't want to trail off into politics. I mean, we can. That's fine, but whenever you have clear evidence, and, and let's just call it what it is: clear evidence of voter fraud and you say there's none at that point, that just, it doesn't set well with me at all, because all you have to do is get on YouTube, five seconds, type in Georgia voter fraud, and it pops up. You know what I mean? And so whenever you say no, it can't be, and then try to justify it that at that point, Bryson, I think that's whenever we kind of come full circle and say, look, God says it's an abomination to justify sin. And, but, yes. but again, at the same time, too, Paul says that we should expect these things, right? We cannot expect Christians. Ex- Go ahead.
1: No, I was about to say exactly. These. This is why, this, this may be the reason i become super obsessed, obsessed with the Bible this year. Because I'm like, this year has, for me personally, has proved the Bible to be undeniably true. Because mm-hmm. it talks about the, everything that it talks about is literally happening in front of our eyes. So we should mm-hmm. expect it. That's why, like, there's no reason to really, even with the censorship, I don't even think there's no reason to really overly complain, try to find a way to beat it. Let's stop complaining. We should expect it. So our job is not to complain, but to find a way to to, to beat it and fight it. With voter fraud, these things should be expected, especially as Christians. Of course, my videos are going to get banned on TikTok. Of course, I'm going to be shadow banning every platform because they say my content is harmful. Of course, these things are going to happen. Like you said, it should be expected.
0: Right. And, and you know, to expect, you know, non-believers to act like believers, I think, you know, that's where we need to as soldiers for Christ. Like, I love your song, Warrior, dude, like that just sits so well with me and, and, and the message that you proclaim in that. Like, I love it, dude, because we do need more warriors for God. And I think that starts with truth, right? So objective. Yes. Fundamental truth. Christ died for sins and wrote, you know, rose on the third day. And once we start at that point, I think that's a good foundation to then lead off into this is, you know, we need to expect, you know, better things like Matthew 18, for example, is in the Bible. And I can't tell you the last time, you know, I heard a sermon on Matthew 18, The dis- what, how to discipline, you know, professing Christians. Because I think, you know, kind of transitioning into American Christianity, so to say, Bryson, what do you think is the biggest problem for Christians in America You know, facing today is it the false teachers, or I mean, I guess these two kind of go hand in hand. But I think you know, is it more the false teachers per se and what they're saying, or more so specifically that nobody is paying attention or nobody is disciplining sin?
1: Um, I think it's the false teachers, and I think it's also uh, Christians simply being soft, like you said. uh, Nobody is calling out sin anymore. Um, I'm thinking like Paul Paul bro led us to churches Paul Paul called out the disciples you know what I'm saying yeah, <laughs> like, right. because, because iron, iron sharpens iron you know what I'm saying and we don't have right. that no more people like Oh, just let go and let live, or God hmm. loves everyone, or this and this and this, and that's their response. I mean, but you see it. You saw how Lecrae yeah. responded to Vlad about homosexuality. You see how Craig Franklin responded about homosexuality. Even when I called out Lecrae and he released that pro-life video, that was the weakest pro-life video I've ever seen. He still criticized Christians that are pro-life in the video. Yeah. And the problem is these are the people that's getting the most attention. But of course, they are getting the most attention. Of Because now Christianity in itself is like overloaded with a bunch of you know, lukewarm Christians and a bunch of false teachers. And those are the things that are mainstream and people like me or people like you or people like Tyson James or people like a lot of people, Jesse Lee Peterson, or a lot of people we talk about the truth and what happens, we get shadow banned. Now our message can't reach more, you know, as, uh, as many people. And then even the Christians that claim to be Christians, they're even attacking us. I was, um, Mm -hmm. uh, there, there were Christians that are Trump supporters uh, defending a drag queen over me, I, it, it, I when I saw that, I said, Whoa, this is just wow. and Then hmm. I said, You know what? This is how it's gonna be, though,
0: right? Right? And just for our listeners, I want to read the quote. If you haven't seen the video that we're talking about, it Bryson actually put it in his uh false teachers video. But the quote is this Sway basically says, How or no, this, this is just the quote, Sway. How do you feel about same-sex marriage? And Lecrae, he says, quote, well, and, and and if you haven't seen the video, he's stumbling through this entire thing. It's almost like he's forced to, to say it, and, and he doesn't even say mm-hmm. anything. But, but the quote is this. He says, quote, well, first of all, how I feel about any topic, I think it's going to be really minute. I think that's been the big problem is that I think that as Christians, as the church, We've come across like the police, you know, the spirit of it feels like the moral police. So, you know, whatever my lens is, is always going to be trying my best to see something through what I believe End quote. And just what? There's there's nothing there, first of all. And again, if you hear him actually say it, um, it, it, he stumbles through. So, Bryson, let me just ask you the same question. Lecrae was asked, how do you feel about same sex marriage?
1: It's an abomination, um, and is considered detestable to God. Um, so, yeah, that's how I feel about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's
1: like, and
0: people get mad, and it's like, listen, listen, if anybody's offended by that, realize that's not coming from, Bryson didn't make that up. I didn't make that nope. up. That's the message that's been biblical. That's the message that Jesus, that's the message that Paul quoted. And, and and I've heard, and I don't know where it's coming from, but something, I don't like what Paul wrote. I like what Jesus wrote, so I only listen to the Gospels and, and throw Paul out. Like, where do you ever get that from? I have no idea, because the New Testament's 27 books, not 10 or however many you want to make it is, Right. So, but we take these things that Paul says and line them up with what's being said today. Like very big influencers who don't even label themselves as Christian rappers anymore. Like I don't know if you guys have seen that, or, or Bryce, I know you have, right? Yep. But yes, but sir. It, what's the context? Lecrae doesn't want to be considered a Christian rapper. Why
1: exactly? Uh, let's be honest. The reason he don't want to do that because he's lukewarm. He's halfway in, halfway out when it comes to Christianity, and he wants to be able to yeah. make sort of secular music if he wants to. Um, that's simply what it is, to be honest.
0: Right. And and again, like, and I think we should expect that because here's the thing. And and I, and I've said it over and over again. But again, this isn't me. This is the Bible. Whenever tribulation, whenever hard times come. It's meant for one thing, and that's to separate goats from sheep, right? Yes, and sir. And so if, if, if people's getting mad at us for saying, hey, we're, we're just recognizing these people by their fruits. Now, now, here we go, right? Oh, but you just said, Tyler, at the beginning of this, that you're not perfect, and you're absolutely right. I'm not perfect, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. There's a big difference between someone struggling with sun and someone reveling in it, okay? If yes, If you are at the bottom of your heart, actually reveling in your sin and you're not changed, then you do not have the new heart that God promises to every single believer in Christ, right? Ezekiel 36 says that there will be given in the new covenant, which we're under right now. If you believe in Christ, you will be given a new heart and a new spirit. And what that means is that you will have new desires to do these things that actually please God. Not having sex, homosexual sex, not having heterosexual sex, In the ways that are not prescribed by God, such as, you know, not married, right? We don't do these things, not because we're trying to give you a list of rules to follow. It's because we've been saved and we want to do the things that please God. So I'm asking each and every person listening right now, examine your heart because you are the only one that can answer this question. Do I actually desire to live for God or not? And if you go read... Go read 1 Corinthians 6 verses 9 through 11 and there's a good list right there to start with. If any of those if any of those things in that list ring kind of goes off in your head and rings an alarm and says, "Oh, I'm doing this. I don't like it. You know, I don't I don't like what that says. I don't think Paul's right here." Then that's a good indicator that you're doing something wrong because it's not the Bible that's wrong, it's us. We have to conform our thinking to what the Bible says, not the other way around. We don't get to tell the Bible what it says. We have to take what's called exegesis. We take from the Bible, apply it to our lives and live it out as it says to not try to read it in and twist it and make it say something it doesn't. And we run into that. And that I think is one of the biggest problems in American Christianity. Let me ask you this, just kind of winding down. What would your message be to every single person listening, Christian? or not. What do you have to tell these people?
1: My message is for one, the wicked runs when no one pursues them, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. For one. Mm. For two, as I said earlier, do not be deceived by philosophy or tradition traditions of men after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Um, And the reason I'm using them two verses is because God needs warriors. We're not called to be silent. Um, And we're called to literally be loud about the word of, of Christ. And our job is literally to spread the word. It's literally our job. And you have to do it. It will offend people. We will be persecuted. That's what you signed up for. You cannot serve the world and God simultaneously. You literally cannot, and that is also scripture. And, you, and yeah. for non Christians, you can apply that to your life as well. Whatever you're fighting for, especially if you're uh, even if you're a Trump supporter and that's what you're fighting for, the same thing still apply. This is not a thing where you can play both sides. Uh, we are at war, if you like it or not. If you don't realize we're at war then you might live in a place that's super duper christian and you don't realize that we are at war and it will be at your front door nonetheless very yeah. soon um so get up stand up and fight
0: yeah i mean and if you're a professing christian listening to this if you you know what you do you call yourself a christian then hear me out if you don't like <laughs> what we're saying you really need to you really 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 need to search the scriptures you really need to look at the bible that you profess, the book that you claim. Now, I'm not talking to people who don't claim it. If you don't claim it, that's one thing. But if you're a professing Christian and you have a problem with fighting, with fighting sin, with fighting the world, then you really need to take a look at yourself and either A, stop calling yourself a Christian because you're not, or B, actually start acting like what you profess. Because the moment we actually start putting these things into practice, and this is why the relaunch of CSG, I want to take these things and actually apply them to our lives, right? Why? Because that is how we change the world. Bryce, I know you want to change the world. I do too, brother. And the way we're going to do that, and this goes for every one of, of Bryson's fans listening, every one of the followers of CSG, don't follow us. Follow Christ. Christ yes. tells us, Christ, we're, we, we are just pointing you to our leader, period, end of subject. And, and and so the things that we do, the things that we say, we try daily and we strive daily to conform them to what Christ would say. This is what that whenever Matthew twenty five, whenever he says, you know, to to the sheep, and it's so great because he says, you know, you you came and saw me whenever I was sick, you you gave me food whenever I was hungry, you took care of me whenever I needed you, basically. And they, and they they look at him and they say. When? We never saw you, right? You wasn't here. This was like three thousand years after after the fact. Like you wasn't around. You know, you weren't here physically. He says, You did it to one of my followers. You did it to me. And so that is so and, and then he and then he turns to the wolves and he says the same thing, but he says, You didn't do all these things. You did not take care of me while I was sick. You did not, you know, come visit me whenever I was in jail. And they say, When when? When did we not see you? <laughs> you know, and he says, You did not do this to one of the least of my followers. You didn't do it to me. And so whenever we treat others, the reason we treat others like we want ourselves to be treated is because ultimately we're treating that person like we would treat God. If he was here, if he was in the flesh. This is what Jesus means in Matthew 25 whenever he says those things. And so first of all, we really need to put into practice that because the things that I say to Bryson, the things that I do to Bryson are the things that he does to me, right? We're doing them as if we were doing them to God himself, Jesus Christ, because we're followers of him. We are part of the family. And if you're not part of the family, then you need to repent and believe because this is the best thing that could ever happen To anybody. Anyone who's actually experienced being born again can look back at their lives and and I'm thankful. I am so thankful that I was born again at a late age because I remember the drugs. I remember the parties. I remember the sex. I remember all of these different things and I'm thankful that I experienced them because now I can say I absolutely hate them. I cannot stand them. Do I still struggle with sin? absolutely does bryson still struggle with sin i'm sure he does if we're being honest with each other first john says that if you say you have no sin you are a liar and the truth is not in you so we do struggle with sin we do still have these things but again like i said earlier there's a big difference between struggling and actually battling and fighting sin and reveling in it and dealing with it and and brushing it under the rug you know what I mean? And and I know Bryson, in one of your songs, you say, you know, that the church is brushing brushing sin under the rug, right? Yes, and, sir. And, and we need to stop that. We need we need to stop that. Let me just ask you this real quick, kind of wrapping up. What what is the best advice that you have ever been given whenever it comes to standing strong, standing firm in a time of persecution, even if you're just standing alone, whenever the world's against you. What's the best advice you've ever received in how to deal with that?
1: To be very honest with you, I've never received advice to okay. still fight. Honestly, I don't know even from family to influencers that everybody always tell me to tone down my messaging and you know just get to the next level and not focus on the word of God. Right now, we have a political battle to fight. So to be honest, I don't get any um, advice. Other than people telling me to turn from what my job is as a Christian, uh, but on the other hand, when I do get these blue check people who DM me and say, "I can't say what you say, but I, I want to tell you that I appreciate what you do mm. um, and keep fighting for the people that can't say it." And personally, I think they can say if they want to. They just they're, yeah. they're, they're just scared. They're scared of the persecution, but that does keeps me going. That does keep me going because I get a lot of people, even in the Trump movement. Um, who have to secretly congratulate me or secretly uh condone what I do because even in the Trump movement it has been taken over by the LGBT and a bunch of lukewarm people. uh So they still have to do it in secret. And that right there makes me go harder. So that's all the motivation I need.
0: And see, bro, I'm right here with you, dude. Like, I'm not going to be quiet. I have nothing, literally, my life. Like, I have nothing to lose. I have everything to gain. And, and just if those people are listening right now, Jesus says this. He says, "You you will either deny me before man, and you will be denied, or you will stand yes, for me on earth. You will stand for me, and I and my angels and my Father, we will all stand for you. If you deny Christ here, you don't congratulate us. Yes, and I'm glad, Bryson. I'm so thankful that that that's fuel for your fire, brother. Don't lose your fire. But to those people." speak yourself because at yes, on judgment sir. day on judgment day let me let me let me just if i can on judgment day you will stand before god you will stand before him alone and and, and whenever the gavel when if, if the question is i don't think it's going to be but if the question is what did you do with my son <laughs> if that question is asked by god why should i let you into kingdom into my kingdom what did you do with my son if any of those questions are asking you say well i denied him then your place will be in a pit of hell. Yes, sir. And and that's not a scare tactic. That's not, we love you. The reason we talk, the reason we're loud is because we love you and we don't want to see. It doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. And, And just for example, that means not to acknowledge his existence. To believe in God means to trust him. But at the end of the day, that's everything. It does matter if you believe in God, because that's the thing that separates everyone, whether you yes, trust sir. God or, tr- or not. And there's no middle option. We keep saying the words lukewarm Christian to refer to people who say they're Christians, but they don't act like it. In reality, there's no such thing as a lukewarm Christian. You're either for God or you're not. And the way you define that and the way you figure that out is by your life. Look at your life. Look at the fruit. And if it sucks, chances are you're dead. If you have good fruit, a good life, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, meekness, self control, all these things that flow forth from you, if that's in your life, then you are born again. Bryson, in the last couple of seconds, where can people find you, brother, and what is next for you?
1: Um, just type in Bryson Gray anywhere, um, even though I'm shadow banned on everything. So if you want to keep up with the, my new music releases, my new albums, uh, you can text B, the letter B g r a y which is b gray to eight five five nine zero nine one three eight nine and that makes you subscribe to my messaging system and i can update you when my album's released without having to deal with uh, social media
0: awesome man and anybody looking for more uh, all of our shows complete centers dot com you can email me complete at gmail.com we had some technical difficulties Bryson I'm hoping to get you back on where we can actually take phone calls um and, and and do and actually get questions from from your fans and other people I don't know what happened I'm gonna figure it out brother I promise and hopefully next time we'll be able to actually get uh, some people on here to ask you some questions if you would come back and join us
1: <laughs> yes sir I'm down just let me know <laughs> when i i I'll, I'll be willing to join you man
0: All right, brother. I appreciate it. Mr. Bryson Gray, thank you very much for joining. Again, you can find us at CompleteCenters.com. Email me, CompleteCenter at gmail.com. And we will see you next week with another episode of the Complete Centers Guide. Thank you very much. Have a good night and God bless.